Here's the church. Here's the steeple. Open them up. And there's all the dead people. <laughs> Welcome to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries where our three investigators will be thrown into the mystery and madness of Arkham, Massachusetts, in the year 1921. I am your mythos master, Ariel, and today's interesting fact is, what is your favorite mythical creature? And mine would be a phoenix. Ooh. Fire. (laughs) Well, hello, I am Aaron. Who plays Trevor Montgomery. And my favorite mythical creature would probably be Medusa. Because she can stone people. Done. You throw rocks at somebody, you can stone them. Yeah, <laughs> true. Anybody can stone somebody. Shh, shh. The dumbest creature I've ever heard of. Shh. <laughs> my name is Mark. I'm playing the character known as James Clarkson. And my favorite mythical creature is the Wendigo. Ooh, a good one. Mm-hmm. My turn. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Daniel. I'm playing the parapsychologist Fred Lyons, and I would say my favorite mythical creature is the Hydra. The version that you can cut the heads off and then they come back. I I think that's every Hydra, isn't it? I think there's different versions, but most probably. All right, let's get started. Where we last left off, James and Trevor talked to you, Evelyn. Met Kyle, which didn't seem to go over too well with Trevor. You'd went, got dinner, went to talk to Fred. And as you were leaving, Fred and Trevor spotted something flying up in the sky, very large. And that's where we will pick up. Did you see that damn thing? No, what what was it? I did. What was it? Some type of horned, winged beast. Son of a bitch, we gotta get after that thing. Wait, you just saw it flying over here just now? That's what I saw at the fireworks display. Are we gonna talk about it? We gonna get in the damn car and chase it down? Well, let's go to my hotel so I can grab my rifle. We're gonna lose it. Well, do you see it now? Do I see it now? No. It had disappeared when Fred was going to get his camera. Do we know where it went? You would have seen it fly behind some trees to your right. Hmm. Right. Mr. Clarkson, take my car, get your rifle. I'll keep an eye out here. See if this thing flies off anywhere else. Right. Does anybody know how to drive? Excuse me? I don't drive. (laughs) I've never learned. Oh, goodness. Doc, I need you to take my car. Don't scratch it. Okay. (laughs) Just, okay. Take him back to his hotel, get your rifle, and get your old butts back here. All right. Doctor? I have drive auto. Okay, you don't. Drive auto's for, like... 
guess I do. Chases. I want to speed everywhere in town. Yeah. Go through every stop sign without stopping. I'll, I'll, be, <laughs> yeah. I'll be a safe driver. <laughs> you son of a Fred bitch. would be a safe driver because he's a doctor. Okay, Fred and James get into Trevor's car and take off. As you two get closer to the hotel, I need both of you to roll me a spot. 29 under 65. That is 12 under 25. Okay, so you both got it. You both see, it'd be to your right, something in the air catching your eyes. And just as quickly as you saw it, it disappears. It appears it's following us. Just great. Well, it's a good thing I'm here at the hotel. I can get my rifle. I'm going to run upstairs and grab my rifle. Okay. And I'm going to grab 10 shells. Okay. I will calmly wait in the car. (laughs) Okay, you grab your rifle and your 10 shells and you get back downstairs. And both of you drive off. You get back to Fred's apartment with a very impatient Trevor waiting. About damn time. Uh, right. Uh, well, it appears that it followed us into town. Followed you? Yes. It flew overhead and disappeared over a building. Well, let's get going. Right. I'm going to load the rifle up and get in the back. I'm going to jump in the passenger seat. Okay. Does a top fold down on this thing? Yes, it does. Fold it down, would you? So I'm going to unhook it and fold it back. Okay. And it is getting later on in the evening. The sun is setting. It's not completely gone yet, but the sun is setting, so it is getting a little darker out. But you can still see somewhat. Where are you guys heading? I suppose we should drive in where we saw it last, and maybe we can catch a glimpse of it. I mean, we're never going to be able to catch it on driving around. It's... I mean, it's flies for God's sakes. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll park up here and see if we can catch it. Okay. So you park it. Eyes to the sky, boys. Yeah, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Rifle at the ready. I do have my camera. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you wait about. Two hours sitting here. When all three of you need to roll me a spot. 61 under 65. Four under 25. 19 out of 66. Okay. So, Fred and Trevor, you see something large flying in the sky. It is getting dark now, so it is a little harder to see, but you do see something a block away, kind of over an alley. How many yards? What it looks like. It's about 500, you'd say? Sure. Alrighty. It's within range. But, James, you happen to see that it is the Horn Beast, and it looks like it's looking down into the alley. Um, can I take a shot? You can. 
Can I take a photo? Yes. You can try. Because I have that flash. Probably have a flash on it too. So do I need to roll photography? Yes, roll me a photography. That is 40 under 45. Okay. Deal me damage. No, I didn't make it. Okay. Well, you snap a picture off. You don't know yet if it took. But you snapped a picture off. What did you say your number was? Sorry. That you rolled to hit? Uh, It was 40 under 45. That is 22 points of damage. As I'm sure unexpectedly, everybody hears this large blast from this elephant rifle that I have. Son of a bitch! Okay, what was that damage again? Sorry. Uh, 12, 16, 18, 22. 22. Okay. So you shoot your rifle and you hit it right in its side. And all of you hear like a loud growling noise and it falls down. You see towards the alleyway. I'm going to get out and quote unquote run over. I'm not very fast. My movement's (laughs) like five. Okay. I'm going to get out and draw my revolver. Okay. Actually, no, I'm going to get in the trunk and grab the Tommy gun. Okay. And run over. I'll follow with camera briefcase. <laughs> Alrighty. So, what's your movement speed, Fred? My movement is nine. What's your movement speed? Uh, eight. Eight. Okay, and you're five. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so because Fred is following, Trevor gets there first. Okay. As you enter this alleyway between houses, you see something flying back up into the air. Is it in the air yet? Yes, it's not very high yet. You see it. It's probably about your height up in the air, but it's going up. I'm going to shoot the Tommy gun at it. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no. This is 81 out of 34. Okay. Yikes. You shoot, but there's tree branches nearby kind of blocking it. You kind of hit the tree instead. There's a clock, and it's getting away. I'm on my way. At this time, you would be Able there. Yes. Oh, I'm going to try to take another shot. Okay. With barrel number two. Yes, that is 30 out of 45. <laughs> okay, roll me some damage. One of these times I'm going to roll a 100. I know it. <laughs> Been far too lucky with my dice. Oh, not as good, but... Yeah, it's 12. Oh, it's the same. Uh, 22. Okay. So, you take another shot, and this thing just 
screams and falls to the ground. Can I take a photo? <laughs> yes, you can. I just bought a camera. I'm going to make use of it. Do I need to roll for it? Are you going to go up to it? I'm going to give myself like 10 feet away because I don't want to be like super close. Okay. No, because of how close you are, you won't need to uh, roll for me. I'm going to reload and walk up to the creature. Okay. As you're reloading and walking up, there are like, you can hear screams, muffled screams, like coming from inside houses. You hear some back doors opening. What's going on? Uh, Mr. Montgomery, can you uh, crowd control, please? Be happy to see this. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Y'all well, we go- heard weird gunshots, it's, too. It's fine. We're taking care of it. Seems to be some sort of miscreants in the area. We're taking care of it. No worries. And you see a few more people come out of their houses around this. And Listen, it's the 4th of July. There's bangs everywhere. Don't you worry about it. We're taking care of it right now. Roll me persuasion. My, my area, but I don't know these people. 53 out of 46. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for someone who lies about their life all the time, I know. not very good. I'm not <laughs> good at all. So you're trying to calm them down, but they're like, no, we heard that was gunshots. We heard gunshots. I didn't say it wasn't gunshots. Well, you said it was fireworks. It's the 4th of July. It's They are fireworks. People celebrate in different ways. Listen, point is, I'm telling you, get your asses back inside. You hear one woman shriek. It's a dog. It looks like a dog. They shot a dog. I'll take another photo. (laughs) Yes, um, I apologize. This poor dog suffering from rabies. It had to be put down. Attacked this doctor here in the alleyway. And we needed to, unfortunately, put it down. Roll me a persuasion. There we go. I'm not a good liar. Yeah, that's that's 19 under 80. Or 70, rather. It was 80? Damn. You see the people, like, the, the woman that... Uh, said about the dog she's kind of oh that poor dog is the doctor okay yes he's fine he didn't suffer any wounds but he was narrowly attacked and then some of the men are rabies I hope that's the only thing that rabies that's awful and see, this is exactly why I wanted y'all to go inside and not bother with any of this because you're going to spend your entire 4th of July evening worried about rabies. It's a day about celebration. Not ridiculousness, this is rabies. I do believe it is the 5th of July, Mr. McCormick. My, where's the time gone? Now, now you see the people that had come out they're kind of nodding like they're oh well this makes sense yes and they all go back inside their house oh, and one of them offers to call the sheriff to come and get the dog 
That won't be necessary. We're going to be taking care of ourselves. The sheriff's got a lot on his plate. I mean, it is the 5th of July. My apologies. This time must have slipped me. Uh, too much celebrating last night, he did. <laughs> Lost the time. <laughs> they kind of... <laughs> and then everyone goes back inside. All right. Let's get this damn thing off the streets before anyone notices. I'm going to throw my jacket over it. Okay. How big is this thing? Let me show you a picture. Okay. For all the listeners at home, what they encountered was a Jersey Devil. Cool. It looks like a... looks like a dragon... Goat dog. Goat dog, yeah. It literally looks like a dog with dragon wings and a goat head and like a dragon's tail it's pretty sick looking what's the face hugger egg on the other page <laughs> cheater <laughs> okay so you throw your jacket over this large creature move it to your trunk. car in the trunk of your car <laughs> Uh, can I do uh, like a cult check on this thing to see if I know it's a Jersey Devil? You could, yes. Right. Nope, there was my 100. <laughs> can I do an occult check? Don't know a damn thing sure. about it. Nope, 92 out of 48. <laughs> <laughs> nope, both of you kind of look at this creature in the trunk. I'm sure he moves his jacket so you can see it. And... No, it just looks like what you described. Uh, well, do you think we should <laughs> take it to Miss Langdon? As much as I detest saying it, I think it'd be best to take it to the professionals, yes. Well, we are kind of the amateurs at this, aren't we? Good mm. shots, though, I'd say. I think I got a little lucky, but... Hell of a shot. It took Two, that is remarkable. That thing is... I mean, this thing is incredibly powerful. It puts down rhinos like it's nothing. That thing just uh, took two of them. Like it was... I don't know. Well, whatever it is, I think it best we get it to, uh... Miss Langdon and... Perhaps Mr. Kyle. Draper knows something about it. Yeah, we'll talk to... Draper... Mr. Draper? Well, I'm going to climb in the back seat, pull out my pipe, and start smoking. Okay. I'm going to climb in the passenger seat. Fred? I guess I'm driving. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is the way it's supposed to be, Mr. Montgomery. I do quite like this, I'm not going to lie. You're not supposed to drive. That's why I've never learned, because somebody drives me everywhere. (laughs) I didn't have that luxury. Fred. Okay, so you guys go to Evelyn's mansion and the butler tells you that Evelyn is at Myrtle's this evening. Is Mr. Draper here by chance? No, Mr. Montgomery. He is not. I'm not quite sure where he is. But Evelyn is enjoying her time at Myrtle's this evening. May I perchance use the phone? Well, of course. And he lets you inside to the telephone. 
So I'm going to call the operator. Okay. And have them connect me to Myrtle's. Right away, sir. And the phone rings for a second and then you hear Hello? Is this Marcus? Yes. Marcus, this is Mr. Montgomery. I do apologize to bother you on what I am sure is a busy evening, but uh, I need to speak to Miss Langdon or Mr. Draper if he is there. Either one will do. It is an emergency. Right away. And a few moments go by and Hello? Miss Langdon! Oh, how to say, relief. Um, I do hate to bother you on your evening of shall we say rest, but uh, we seem to have caught ourselves a uh, rabid dog. Oh my. <laughs> we know you are a uh, sympathetic to those of the animal sort, and we're not quite sure what to do with this thing, so if you could uh, hurry along home and assist us, we'd greatly appreciate it. Oh, okay, that, yes. <laughs> I may have had a few to drink. Please, please bear with me. I'm sure I could have somebody drive me home. I will send for a driver if that would help. No need. I'm sure somebody here will take me. I'll be there momentarily. Right. Thank you very much, Mr. Langman. See you soon. She hangs up the phone. I'm the one who usually hangs up first. <laughs> Hang up my phone. You wait about ten minutes or so. You see a car pulling up and Evelyn stepping out waving and not clumsily walking, but you know. Miss Langdon, are you in any condition to help us this evening? <laughs> of course I am, silly. Silly. Mm. Right. Gentlemen, would you mind uh, standing out of the side of the trunk? Yes. What? I apologize. <laughs> out of the side of the trunk, Mr. Clarkson. Oh, yes, of course. So I'm going to open the trunk. Okay. You open the trunk and the smell of blood hits you. Not really decay yet, but definitely blood. Evelyn takes a look. Oh my. Is this the horned beast you had talked about? Yes. Seems we don't need to investigate any further. Seems we got the bastard. Oh. Is it possible there's more of them <laughs> probably you seem quite chipper about that I I apologize I have had a little 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 too much to drink <clears throat> please let me compose myself for a second and she kind of like rubbing her eyes a little bit and <clears throat> so <clears throat> What was your question again? If there was any more of them flying around, is it is it possible that do they do they do they live in I don't know flocks or whatever they whatever you might call it colonies? You see her 
Let's go. There it is. You see her kind of thinking, contemplating. Looking at this, I think I have seen something like this before, but I think it was in a book. I don't believe they do fly in flocks, as you say, or uh, I think they're mostly loners. Um, it is possible there is more, but I don't think... Well, what is I don't it? think these are in the area. Let me think. Let me. What was the name of that? Let me think. I think it was called a Jersey Demon. No, that's not it. A, a Jersey Devil. Say, there's the legends of the Jersey Devil I've read about, but I thought it was. Guess everything you read about is a myth until you find it, but right, and it doesn't. This is all the way in Massachusetts. That's strange for him to be here. What? Uh, what did you find out about those uh, writings, Mister Clarkson? In the book? Yes. Um, it's. Still a, a slow process. Um, the, I did decipher a little more on the two spells that uh, that are there, and I'm currently deciphering another one. But what were those spells? Uh, one of them is command. It basically allows you to control creatures. Um, uh, another one is banish. It banishes these things back to the the plane in which they the plane of existence in which they come from and the the one that I was working on until you interrupted me um was the uh it was a summoning spell of some kind precisely what I suspected you say these things aren't from around here right they you, seem to have... These creatures seem to slip through. What if they didn't slip through anywhere? Maybe they were brought here. Who else would want to bring one of these things around? We are involved with uh, some very dangerous people, and we have, I'm sure, presented ourselves as quite a threat. That's possible, I guess. I mean, it is possible someone summoned them here if they know the spell, but... Uh, I mean, you're talking about someone... I mean, frankly, powerful in their, in their, in their ways, because... Magic is, is nothing to do lightly. Um, As I have been told many times now. Um, I mean, there's certain people uh, from where I'm from who practice their entire lives to perform magic and they wind up going crazy and often lose themselves to the magic. If these spells are as potent as you say, then would it not be safe to assume that maybe it's not just one individual? Perhaps this cult you spoke of? Uh, it's quite possible if it's a cult, yes. I mean, that's, that's what cults do. 
band together to pool their power. That way they don't have to, um... That way they don't have to all... That way one person doesn't take the full brunt of it. They kind of divide it amongst themselves. And they all kind of slowly go crazy over time. Hmm. Seems that we have multiple situations on our hands. We have this Mr. Tittles to deal with. If you want to call him that, yes. But I don't think you have to deal with him. What makes you say this? It seems that uh, our friend Mr. Draper is the one that's handling that one. You could say that, yes. I will not pry further on that. Then it seems that the only thing we have to deal with is this cult of the horned one. Uh, yes, it would be the smart thing to do is to try to track them down. I will keep my eyes open, my ears open, see if I hear of any cultist in the area. Right. Well, what do you propose we do with this uh, creature? I'll leave it here. I will dispose of it. Or William will. <laughs> William is in on this as well? Mm. He knows something is awry. I don't want him involved in any of this, but he does help clean up sometimes. Ah, kind of a don't ask, don't tell. Exactly, Need yes. to know basis. I need me a few of these boys. Oh, William is very dear to my heart. If I could get Douglas to stop asking so many damn questions. But, um... It is getting late, madam, and uh, we won't bother you any further with this dealings, um... I'm sure Mr. Montgomery will remove this thing from the trunk for us and place it where William can collect it. You men are more than welcome to come in and have a drink. I'm quite tired this evening. Well, I've never been one to turn down a drink, and it's impossible to find one around here since the Yankee government has seen fit to outlaw it. Yes, Arkham... Arkham is special, I can see. <laughs> yes. Well, Miss Langdon, if you are ever running low on stock, you know where to find me. Of course. The boys will send your usual shipment to you this weekend. You are such a dear, Trevor. I try. Mr. Clarkson, Doc, I will see you bright and early tomorrow. Good evening, Mr. Montgomery. Good evening to you. Mr. Lyons, are you staying for a drink? I mean, I guess I could. Don't have Wonderful. anything else to do. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take the body and just kind of throw it out, throw my jacket out over it. Okay. Let's get in the car and drive off. Okay. So, Evelyn invites you in and you guys drink and have a merry time discuss a bunch of different random things and then you end up going home later on she has William drive both of you back to your 
houses, a hotel, an apartment. And when you leave, you do notice that the creature is gone. And Trevor, were you going to do anything at night? Go home, go to sleep. Okay. So you go, all three of you get a good night's rest. You wake up and were you all meeting Trevor in the morning? Uh, yeah, I would, I would, um, go to the doc's house first, seeing he's the, uh, he's the one that does the interviews. Okay. So, Fred, you get a knock at your door and it is James. I will go to the door and open it up. Good morning, doctor. Morning, sir. I'm just here so we can... I mean, we. I guess we could wrap up the interviews with the children. I don't know if we need to do it anymore, but... Yeah, wasn't it about that thing that we saw? Yes, I do believe it was. Yeah, kids, of course. Well, you still interview them, and maybe we can find something else out. Corroborate their stories. Yes, that would be a good thing to do. So everybody's on the same page. So I'll grab a fresh, like, notebook. Okay. And a briefcase? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, so you two leave. Do you, and- uh, before we leave, do you have a telephone? Yes. Right, I need to make a phone call. I'm going to try to call Mr. Montgomery. Okay. Someone answers the phone. This is Mr. Montgomery there. I need Mr. Clarkson. I need to speak to him. I'll get him right away. And then, Trevor, you get a knock on your office door. Yes, what is it? You have a phone call, boss, from, did you say who it was from? Yeah, Clarkson. From uh, Clarkson. Right. So I'll pick up my line in my office. Okay. Hello. Yes, Mr. Montgomery. Speaking? Um, it's, of course, Mr. Clarkson, as I'm sure someone told you. Um, I'm with the doctor at his place. We're about to head out and interview some of the local children to corroborate the stories, see if they match up, so to speak. See if we can pick up a line on this cult, perhaps, maybe. I think that's a rather good idea. While you're at it, I'm sure you've already thought of it, but uh, do give uh, these children a... Shall we say a peace of mind that it is just that of a nightmare? Well, of course. I'm sure the doctor will be able to help them calm their nerves. Let's kill the story before it becomes anything more than just a tale. But on that note, I appreciate you giving me a call, and I will wait to hear more from you. Are you not going to join us today? No, I think I'll... I think I'll sit this one out. Things have been quite a... quite a handful for me lately. It's quite the adventure. I'm loving every minute of it here. So, Fantastic. I'm uh, I'm glad one of us is. Uh, I'll talk to you later, Mr. Clarkson. Have a good day, Mr. Montgomery. Right, Doctor. Let's go. 
So where are we supposed to interview these children at? I suppose we should go to the church, start with the priest, see if he knows any names, and perhaps we can go from there. Which church was it? I don't know. I suppose we're going to have to good old, do some good old-fashioned footwork in the policing field of that. Good. I, the two things I was not paid for. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could pay you for your time today, of course, Doctor, if that's never a problem. Oh, yeah, I like that idea. Right. <laughs> what are your rates for for the day? Varies. Um would be a good rate <laughs> whatever you want I, don't, I mean I don't want to seem too pompous but <laughs> I don't know this what, guy is mega rich yeah so. but I don't know exactly that so I don't know if it'd be like 20 a day or you know what I mean I, I really don't know yes sir my daily rate is usually 20 a day oh I'll pay you 30 for the day. How about that? Ah, that sounds fantastic. All right. Well, it's... What's the nearest church from here? We'll start there. Would I know where the nearest church... Well, I assume I would know where yeah, the nearest church Yeah, you would is. know, because you're from around here. It would happen to be the West Church. West Church. That name sounds familiar. I think that might be the one. I'm not sure. I knew I'd remember the name if I heard it. I just couldn't remember. It's not too far away. All right, well, let's let's go there and find out if I'm correct on my hunch. Turns out there's two West Churches. <laughs> <laughs> there's the West Church and then the slightly Northwest Church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah, so... West Church. <laughs> you guys end up getting to the church... You get out of your car and you walk up to the doors. As soon as you enter them, you are hit by a screaming of a child. Of course. Of course. That's what I want to say. And then you see the father standing up by the altar. And this child is just screaming and writhing and pain, it looks like, by his feet. And he looks up and sees you and says, this girl, she's possessed. And what? that's where we're going to end the episode. For what tonight. the fuck? What? Uh, what the hell? What in the hell? All right. That's the end of the episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Tune in next week. Hey everybody, this is your Mythos Master, Ariel. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a review and share it with a friend. You can come chat with us on our Discord or check out our Twitter. Links are in the show notes below. Next episode airs next Saturday. Keep your percentiles low and your sanity high. What up tonight, City? You're listening to N54 Radio. This is DJ Sparks bringing you a new hit show from Night City, Cyberpunk, a cyberpunk red live play podcast. Listen as a ragtag group slamming on the corpos. Survive the streets and try to keep from being flatlined. You can tune in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. DJ Sparks out! 
Long gone are the days where people sing about West Virginia as almost heaven. After nuclear war and disease, it's far from heaven now. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story podcast, is a tale of survival, conflict and hope set in the Fallout 76 game world. Join our survivors on their journey to reach that almost heaven once more. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon and many other great podcasts and apps. Far From Heaven, a Fallout 76 story, available now.